Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of Vitality. I am Steve, aka the Mechanical Messiah. I'm Laura. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about fitness. Laura has a lot more to say about this one than I do, so I will I let do. you kick things off. So I wanted to split this podcast into two sections with nutrition and working out. So I guess a little bit of my story is that I was never that athletic in high school. I was not involved with like sports. I was in marching band, so I wasn't really like doing a whole lot of physical activity. Nerd. <laughs> um, but then I got to college and my freshman year, I started to do, um, I would go to the elliptical for 30 minutes every day. Um, which was not like a lot of exercise. It seems like it is, but it really like isn't, but I'll get into that later. Um, after freshman year, I think I gained like the freshman five um, and I was like really unhappy with my body. So then I started to go to um, yoga and I would Are we go, in high school or college right now? This is college. Okay. This is sophomore year. This is going into sophomore year of college when I started to get a workout routine. Um, I actively was trying to lose weight. It wasn't just like me trying to go to yoga and then go home. Like I was trying uh, all sorts of things to like lose weight. Um, and I was pretty successful with that. I think I lost like 20 pounds. Um, but that 20 pounds was lost like over the course of about like five months. I started going to yoga and my yoga classes were not very intense. Um, they were more like a standard power flow. If you know what that is. Um, they weren't like, they weren't, um, what I got into this past summer, which was like really intense yoga. Um, anyway, so, uh, that was a really good time for me to like during the summer was a really good time for me to start a fitness routine because I had a lot more time to devote to this and understand that it wasn't just like a diet. It was like a lifestyle change. I wasn't really like labeling myself as like any sort of like, like diet that I was on. Like I wasn't like, Oh, I'm on the Mediterranean diet or like paleo or keto. I'm going to go off about keto in a minute. <laughs> um, uh, but yes. I, yeah, I was just more like eating healthy, like monitoring portion sizes, anything like that. Um, and I continued with that throughout my sophomore year. Um, I got pretty, I got more skinny. I wasn't really toned, um, until probably about spring break of my, um, sophomore year of college. And I started going to this wonderful place called core power yoga. It's basically heaven. Um, where I could practice mindfulness as well as working out. And I learned that you need to do strength training as well as cardio. Because before that, I was just doing cardio every day. And I was doing more light cardio, like elliptical, like a little bit of like um, like cycling, like nothing crazy at all. And then I started to realize that workout classes are like the best thing on the planet. Um, because you get to work out with like 30 other people in the same room and it's just it's the best environment if you're thinking about working out try a workout class um and yeah so i started to get like more toned from that and then i bought a um exercise like class pass through my university and now i'm a junior in college um and this past summer i went to core power every day for 30 days and i ate like one almond a day no i'm just kidding um, I had a very like strict diet of what I was eating. Um, and I accomplished that. And like last summer I managed to lose weight mainly because of two things. Um, I have an app where I track what I eat, um, which has made me very conscious of what I'm eating and what I'm putting in my body. Um, and it's not that I like eat 
Like I wouldn't say that I like eat like one almond a day or whatever. Like I still eat normal amounts. I just track it. So I'm very conscious of what I'm eating and what I'm putting in my body. And um, second thing is if you're thinking about losing weight or like trying to get healthier, my overall tip is just drink more water. I drink probably, it sounds crazy, but I drink like 80 ounces a day. I have a water Wait, bottle. Wait, isn't a gallon 128? That's like... Oh, okay. That makes me feel better. Because like the standard amount's like 64. So I thought that 80 was like a lot. Um, but yeah, I drink, because I have a water bottle that I carry around. I try to fill it up three or four times a day. Um, and it makes the, means that I have to go to the bathroom like every 30 minutes. So that's okay. Um, see, like I don't feel like 80 is that weird. I see. I don't know like any of the statistics on that. But I just, I've always heard 64. So like to think 80, you always felt like I was pushing it way hard. Well, that's, I'm trying to remember what I have heard about that. I feel like it's maybe take your weight divided by two that many ounces. Mm. And obviously that is like a very rough yeah. metric. Um, but I mean, last year, I don't drink as much water this year as I did last year. But I was, I think, consistently drinking more than a gallon a day okay. last year. Yeah. Like I was really into water. And I still am. I just am not as fanatical about it anymore. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, I guess that's like a good testament. It's not just me that like advocates for water. Steve also loves water as well. So... Um, just cut out all the sugary drinks. If you're going to get your calories yeah, and your sugar, too. yeah, don't get your calories and your sugar through drinks. Eat something better for you than that. Like I, my main thing is that I don't like eat. I don't eat like, like if I'm, if I want like a cinnamon roll or something, like you can make substitutions for that. Like you can make your own at home using like coconut flour and like recipes on Pinterest. Pinterest is like your best friend for like finding alternative substitutions for recipes to make them a bit healthier for your body because your body's just gonna react to like different foods in different ways. Like if you're using coconut flour versus regular flour, like yes, there's still like carbs in there, I'm pretty sure. I don't, what, what do coconuts have carbs? I don't know. Um, <laughs> you're asking the wrong person. Yeah, uh, I'm not a nutritionist, so I'm honestly like, I'm just kind of winging a lot of stuff that I do, but I do know that like uh, my body reacts better to like whenever I'm eating like coconut flour versus like actual flour um, because it's like low glycemic or something. So it has like low like sugar count and it like doesn't make your body go crazy. But um, before I go on, I would like to say, I feel like mandatory disclaimer, we're not doctors, we're not nutritionists. You're I'm not, not saying that you need to lose weight either. I just happen to be You're beautiful the way you yeah. are, but getting in shape makes you feel a lot better. Anyway, I was kind of in the middle of the thing. We're not doctors. We're not nutritionists, yeah. nor do we play them on the internet. That's a very important part. Yes. If I want to be like Tim Ferriss, I got to say yeah. the second part because I think he thinks that's really funny, Yeah. the not playing them on the internet. So if you want to sue someone, don't sue us. Go sue like a pharmaceutical company or something. Those yeah. guys are assholes, like, even if they didn't do anything to you. They just deserve it. Yeah. I will say though, Google's a really good resource for learning about nutrition, about foods and how to lose weight, like what foods are effective for losing weight, like blah, blah, blah. X, Y, and Z overall, like it's probably going to tell you that fruits and vegetables are really good to lose weight and water. Yeah. So it's pretty standard. Yeah. Eating real food. Yeah. So now we'll get into my history with uh, fitness and nutrition in high school. I didn't really do it. Actually, let's go back to middle school. That was okay. the last time I played sports because in high school I joined the marching band and did not have time to play sports anymore. I did like sports though. I was like a pretty consistent B team guy mm. in uh, basketball and football, which I think. Let's hear from B team. Right. They, there were three teams. There was a C team as well. <laughs> yeah. So I was not Killing the worst. It. I was 
strongly average, but I was also like tall. So I think that's why that, I mean, with basketball, that certainly helped me. Like I was, you know, being 5'10 in eighth grade, like that, you're a power forward at that point. Like Mm. that was nice. That was the last time I was tall, eighth grade, uh, because I'm still 5'10 now. Anyway, then, you know, joined marching band in high school. I've always been a skinny guy just because I have a naturally weak appetite and a fast metabolism, but I never worked out consistently nor cared about my nutrition. I think the extent of my working out is like I, I wanted to, like I wanted to be fit, but I, I remember I found P90X videos on the internet for free that I would watch and this do sometimes. This is so intimidating. Yeah. I mean, it's cool because the guy, Tony Horton, who does the video, this is like extremely encouraging. Yeah. He's a fun oh, guy. Okay, that's good. I've actually never done them, so. Yeah. Well, I didn't really have any weights. So I was using yeah. like scuba weights, like little bean bags yeah. at one I point. Yeah, I had no idea what I was doing in high school. Right. Yeah. I did Ab Ripper X. I've done that probably 50 times. I've done that, that one a lot. And I don't think my abs ever got like that. I could feel them getting a little bit firmer, but mm. they never got Six more pack. visible. Yeah. Because, I mean, that is a function of nutrition, not yeah. like you can't just like do ab workouts to give yourself abs, which yeah. is, I hear people say that like, cause my friends in high school would be like, Oh, I want to go do ab ripper X with you. And I was like, do you realize how hard of a workout this is? Yeah. But they were just like, Oh, I'll be skinny if I do Like that's not how oh, that yeah. works. I think it's, um, it's like 80% food and like 20% like workout. That's what I've heard as yeah. well. Sorry, yeah. So yeah, you're good. So that was, I would do P90X a little bit. I bought a set of like two 10 pound dumbbells at one point so that when I was just like oh well I don't need to buy a whole set I'll just do more reps on those yeah which to my limited understanding of how lifting weights works now not a very good way of going about it uh either efficient or just like it's not going to get you results even if you do have the motivation to do a thousand reps with 10 pound dumbbells um so that was high school in college I you know had roommates for the first time and two of my three roommates were really in to working out freshman year. I started lifting weights with them because it was just kind of the thing. Like if you have a friend who lifts weights, you're like, yeah, dude, I want to lift weights with you. Weights, I can't speak. Uh, and then I really wanted to quit, which he was expecting. Uh, but at one point he told me like, oh, Steve, you can't go to the gym only two times a week and get gains, which I will later talk about I think is not true. The way that I was lifting though, it would have been. And he said something that has stuck with me for a long time, and it's not insightful at all. It was just, you need to get good at forcing yourself to go when you don't want to go. And I was like, well, shit, like, there really is no excuse then. And then I went to the gym, and mostly just because my roommate was an intimidating guy, I was like, I got to keep going or he's going to be mad at me. So I just kept going to the gym until it became a habit, and then I actually enjoyed doing it. And I've been doing it ever since. Really glad for that. I'm glad that I was scared by my roommate when I was 18. It was, yeah. It thoroughly helps me. Jesus. <clears throat> my whole mood changes if I'm not able to go to the gym now. Like, it's oh, such like, sure. a huge part of my life. Like, if I'm not able to go, like, I just feel so down. Like, this weekend, um, Steve and I were both out of town and we weren't able to go to the gym. And it was so hard. But now we're back on our routine, so it's, all, it's okay. I mean, we were gone for two days. I routinely go four in between workouts, so... Yeah, I was see, fine. like, yeah, Steve and I have differing opinions on that, because, like, I think I go to the gym five or six days out of the week. The, so my workout has changed slightly throughout the time that I've been in college. It's pretty low maintenance, and I'll talk about that more later. Um, another big thing, though, in my fitness and nutrition journey 
has been I started reading the blog Nerd Fitness, which I really like. It, it you know, is a fitness and nutrition blog that uses references to like Zelda, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, which is why it's called Nerd Fitness. And it's the articles are really fun. Steve Cam, the guy who runs the site, is really cool and is able to write very engaging articles. It's got a really big community. It's like over like hundreds of thousands of people like read nerd fitness. Um, well, I think that's testament to the fact that a lot of people want to start fitness journeys, but it's kind of hard for a lot of people to embark on that. So right. we're here to tell you that it's possible. Right. I mean, I'm starting to get to the point where I feel like some people are just like always going to have an excuse, like not a legitimate excuse. They're just going to invent an excuse yeah. and people can read all, they can read all the nerd fitness they want. They can listen to this episode of the podcast. I think some people are just like always going to screw themselves over Yeah. because um, Steve Cam wrote an article about how like, oh, 25% of the people who read nerd fitness, like, you know, have 25% of the people who write me have like told me how great that the site is and like how it's changed their lives. And 75% of the people are like, Steve, I love the site, but I just, I always regain the weight that I've been trying to yeah. lose, which is like, that is a big difference. And you know, it's great that even still 25%, like now it feels like a big percentage in my mind that many people are able to do it. But, um, so that surprised me just because nerd fitness helped me a lot personally. So I assumed that that was the experience of a large majority of the people yeah. uh, who read the site. But it's, I don't feel like it's any fault of Nerd Fitness or Steve Cam or anyone that those other 75% of people were not able to consistently, you know, keep the weight off or get stronger or anything. Because the information on the site is really, really good. And there's a lot of stuff on like, here are ways to make yourself go to the gym. Like everything you need is there. Like it does everything for you except actually doing it. Yeah. Um, and there was also... This was maybe at the beginning of the year or the beginning of the summer, there was just a lot of articles coming out of Nerd Fitness about like, here's what to do, like to make yourself go to the gym when you don't want to, or here's how to set up systems. And it just felt like the same thing with different words over and over again. And I've been noticing this from the YouTube channels that I follow as well. It's like how to make yourself work when you're unmotivated. Um, and I, I just feel like we as a society are getting very complacent and lazy and maybe I yeah. have a skewed sample size with the blogs that I follow. Well, I think a lot of people think that they can't change. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's yeah, the core issue and mm -hmm. there's just like, oh, if I can just find the right article or YouTube yeah, video, like then that like will the make me November, want to do it. It's 11 a.m. and there's, the sun is shining, then I'll go to the gym, you know? Right. But even when they go to the gym, I think a lot of people like work out incorrectly, so it's not effective and that's why they get frustrated and stop going. Right. Or it just, it hurts. Like yeah. that was like, yeah. I wanted to stop going for a long time. Yeah, and there was a good, I don't watch Mike and Molly very much. My parents watch it. Um, but there was one episode where Molly's saying like, oh, come on, Mike, like, and you know, exercising is fun. Like, and it feels good when you're done. And then he's like, it feels good because you're not exercising anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. I kind of, I try to like eliminate that mindset and like, I don't know. I just, I really try to like cultivate a mindset of like, I love going to the gym, you know, and like genuinely loving it because I, there's probably some insecurity that's running people to say like, I hate going to the gym. Like I just hate it, hate it, hate it. And they just like, but they still hate their body. So it's like, well, why don't, why don't you just keep going? Cause it, it gets better. It's at the point where you just love it. But I think also finding workouts that you genuinely love, like for me, that was like... Yeah, yeah, that's an important part. Yeah, for me, it was like yoga. And I was so excited to go to yoga every day. And I knew it was the best part of my day. 
so that's why I would go. Versus like in high school, like I would only have a treadmill at home, so I would just like run sometimes, but I hated it. So like now I had not run, so I do like right. cardio through like bicycling and like spin classes because I love that. But I do not, you will not find me on a treadmill. I mean, sometimes I'll run. Like whenever I was studying abroad, like I ran a little bit, but like I'm definitely not a distance runner. Um, so yeah, just find like whatever makes you really happy whenever you're working out. Right. That's something they say on Nerd Fitness a lot is the best workout is one you will actually do. And for me, yeah. that's lifting weights. I realized that doesn't work for everyone. I mean, I think they, I think everyone should lift weights and I'll talk yeah. about that more. But I know that I will not keep up running, especially now that oh, I'm no. like, I weigh more because I lift weights and eat more. Yeah. So it's just, like I get tired so, so quickly. It's mm-hmm. insane. So I just, I'm never going to do cardio again. Probably. I think we talked about this in the last episode, right? How much I hate cardio. I think so. I think we did. Um, yeah. I think um, having, if you're looking to like start something, I would recommend going to a workout class, especially they're more popular for women for sure. But I think That's, having that That should be making it popular for men because there's I know, women there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like I, girls don't wear shirts there. Let's just put it that way. Um, and um I think having an outlet like a workout class was really important to me because it keeps other other people in the class like having other hmm, having a workout class was important because other people in the class kept me accountable for what I was doing. And I would work harder because other people were there staring at me and if I gave up I would have been really embarrassed. So that made me go so much harder than I would have done on my own. I'm so bad I'm gonna be completely honest, I'm really bad at working out on my own. It's like, I have to have like a workout class, like, cause I'll go like 10 times harder if I'm in a workout class. Cause something about having other people around me, keeping me accountable for what I'm doing, makes, pushes me so much harder. Even if I've just met the people five minutes ago, I'm still going to like work out so much harder. Fasting is something that's worked for me. Well, that's like really the only fasting. thing that it's I just, do. I just can't for my personal experience. Like it's just, I. sounds like you have a fixed mindset and you'd benefit from a growth mindset. Okay, let's hear it, Steve. That's I uh, know. We'll I'll, I'll wait until we are talking more about fitness. But I'm just saying, like the this is going back to my whole cynicism about like this podcast is not going to help anyone at all. Like, because mm, if true. people think like, oh, I can't do, oh, I could never skip breakfast. Yeah. And it's like, it's like I think theoretically, someone could listen to this podcast and then start working out and change their life they'd be like oh steve and laura you changed my life yeah. i honestly i think those people if they weren't going to start working out because of us they were going to find something soon anyway yeah that would lead them to start working out and i just i think for a lot of people this podcast will be a temporary boost in motivation and i mean, maybe not because i'm being so cynical right now maybe this is yeah pulling them back to earth but i think they'll be like oh yeah like i gotta get in shape i gotta lift weights and they'll be like this is hard time to give up and I, uh, I'll, I'll talk about ways to make things easier and my philosophies, but I, as much as I enjoy talking about fitness and things like that, I'm predicting that we won't have that strong of an impact as much as I wish that we did. Yeah. I don't know, like, what would make this better to, like, have people... Like, oh, like, no, I just, my point is, I think we could have the best information out there and not yeah. put a dent in, like, America's obesity... Yeah. Like, I mean, there's also the fact that max 50 people listen to this podcast right now. 
Last week was a hundred. Oh, okay. Wow. That's yeah. We appreciate y'all's support by the way. For sure. That's, I wanted to give a shout out to Rochelle, our number one fan, because that got cut out of the original episode. It was when I said because that last I, was, time. I was laughing over it and then it was a mistake, but yeah, okay. I, I shouldn't well, have been laughing over your, your speech. Rochelle, we, were, we appreciate you, Rochelle. This episode is also for you. The first one was yeah. for you. Not that our viewers oh, knew that. I think uh, we were talking about Matt in our last episode. I don't think Matt's listened to this yet. So, Oh, that's fine. I actually was going to bring this up. Matt, I saw him over the weekend. I assume you did as well. I did. I, I hugged him and he was like, wow, dude, you've gotten bigger, mm. which, which was nice because I feel like my weight has been stagnating. Yeah. But it's good to see that someone has noticed my results because the last time I hugged him, I think, was in July. Yeah. So that's a few months ago. We're in October right now. So I'm yeah. happy about that. Anyway, that was, I think, all the loose ends that I had left open that I wanted to tie up so we can keep going now. On, oh, wait. Actually, I have one more thing. Workout classes... Like, again, just the differing philosophies between us. Really not my thing. I like working out alone. Yeah. Or, like, I, I can have a workout buddy, but I just like having someone to shoot the shit with. And yeah. And then we just, like, do our own things. I, I think it's interesting because a lot of workout classes, they are, like, not workout classes, a lot of, like, workout blogs and stuff, they always say, like, oh, you just have to, like, find what works for you. But, like, you really do because there's oh, a lot yeah, of stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. That, like, you really just have to, like, try it once and just be like, okay, I didn't like that. But, like, don't rule out always hating it and the fact that, like, you might not enjoy something else. Like, just because you hate running doesn't mean that you're not going to enjoy, like, yoga or something. Like, right. I know a lot of people really enjoy yoga. And it just, like, if you consistently, like, make it a part of your life. Like, I consider my workout classes to be, like, a class that I'm going to every day. Oh, it kind of is. Like, it takes me, like, probably, like, two hours out of every day to go work out. Um, which it sounds like so like unmotivating whenever I say stuff like that, but it's the best two hours of my day. I promise. Um, it's just like where I get to like turn my phone off and I can just be like with 15 other strangers and just like the music is like pounding. It's like a dance club, like in like my little spin studio. It's the best. Um, you just totally like release like all of your like negativity in your life. And I don't know. It's like you practice a lot of mindfulness as well as like working out. And that's like really important to me. Cause like then you cultivate the mindset, like, well, working out makes me feel good because it releases all of this energy. And that's what a lot of people do work out for is the fact that it decreases anxiety. Um, yeah, it lowers levels of cortisol to right. my understanding. Yeah, right. Um, cortisol being the stress hormone, if you did not know that. So if you, if, you, if you are a more anxious person, I recommend um, trying like a workout that like requires all of your attention to it, like a really intense like spin class, like Soul Cycle or something. I, Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Soul Cycle is like forty dollars a class. So if you don't wow. want to go to a Soul Cycle, go Never somewhere else. Do, I wasn't go gonna do it else. anyway. I wouldn't do it if I got paid forty dollars. Actually, I probably would, but I would not do that if it was free. Um, for sure. But yeah, just try something that like I mentioned Soul Cycle because it is so intense, like you can't focus on anything else but your workout, and that's really cool. Same with yoga. Um, all right. I, I have a few things to say go for it. in response to all of those things. One, on the topic of loving the workout that you do, I did not love lifting weights at first, and I had to learn to love it. Yeah. So the point there being, if you do think, like if something sounds good in theory, but you start doing it and it sucks, it might just be that you need to push through. I think that's what I, I mentioned something like that earlier, like with running, like just because you hate running now, don't like always discount running. Right. Because... Running is a really good source of, like, that, um, 
it's the cardio where like you have to devote like all of your attention to it and high that's high intensity interval training yeah kind of but without the intervals um high intensity the entire training. time training. <laughs> <laughs> um and that is kind of useful for me because you like have to be so focused on the workout i think that's why a lot of people don't like running because it, it requires all of i do not think about food very much i know that the philosophy that I would try and follow if I did follow one was kind of paleo-ish. Mm, main, the yeah. main thing is just like eat real food, like processed yes. food with preservatives. I, very, very bad yes. for you. Yes. <laughs> and a, a good metric that you can use, like, is this food going to be healthy? Like, does it have five or less ingredients? Yeah. Like, if you're trying to buy shrimp and you go to the store on the package, does it say ingredients shrimp or does it say ingredients Shrimp, All this stuff, salt, high fructose yeah. corn syrup, just like a bunch of things that you can't pronounce. Yeah. And just, yeah, if you're trying to buy something, buy just that thing. I think you'll also find that the food is like not necessarily harder to make or that it's less flavorful. Um, Cause like I love just making like a simple like, like sauteed vegetables for dinner with like a lean protein, like chicken. And like, I think it has plenty of flavor. I don't know, maybe people like disagree with me, but some people just like pour like so much oil on that because they think it makes it taste better, but I have not found that. I found that like the food that I eat, like like say a, a cookie makes you feel really good in the moment, but think about how it makes you feel after. It makes you feel so bad. So whenever you're trying to eat more like healthy options, focus on how you feel after you eat it because you want to get, like food is like nourishment. So like if you're eating food that like isn't giving you a lot of energy, like take a step back and like, Think about how, like, what foods could be, like, more energizing for you. Like, literally Google it. Like, some foods, like, literally give you more energy than other foods. Um, and they just, like, like, food impacts your mood, which it sounds kind of crazy because it's literally just things that we're eating. But, like, it really impacts your mood. So, if you're contemplating starting a healthier mindset with food, I would recommend downloading an app called LifeSum or Lose It. So, like, it keeps me accountable for what food I'm eating. I would never do that. I'd, even if I was trying to lose a bunch of weight, I would not do that. You should keep doing it because it works for you. Yeah. And for other people that it works for, they should do it. But for me and other people like me, I, just, I don't yeah. fucking care. Yeah. I'm not going to do it ever. And what I do, this is, like, the biggest hack for me is just don't eat breakfast. Like, don't eat until noon. And I, I realize that's hard for people. Yeah, you get I used to it. That. You get used to it within like a week. All the breakfast is the most important meal of the day, or you need to kickstart your metabolism. That specific thing is complete bullshit because your metabolism does upshift when you have food in your stomach, but it downshifts again once the food is digested. So it doesn't matter when you eat the food. Yeah. Um, I'm um this is a bit of a tangent, but I'm in a weight training class. Doing. And um, you get a free body scan at our university. So this Friday, I have a body scan appointment where they're going to scan the amount of, like, fat in my body. And, like, I don't know, it's, it's actually pretty cool. Like, they use, like, x-ray systems. Um, so I'll let you know how that goes. But it means that I can't eat before, like, 11 a.m. So that should be interesting. Because oh, I, I normally, I like, I eat, like, a full-on like, meal before 11 a.m. And, like, I get, like, grumpy if, like, I haven't eaten. So we'll see. Right. Well, that's... That is everyone's that I've ever talked to about fasting things like, oh, I just get angry and like you get used to it yeah. way faster than you expect. I just, to. I've never been the type of person to be like, oh, I need to skip a meal now. Like it frustrates me so much that some people are just like, oh, I just like forgot to eat lunch. And I'm like, oh, that happens to me all the time. I'm like, you, you did what? Like, <laughs> I just, I don't get it. Like, 
I don't know. I always like, I love eating, I guess, but yeah, I do get a lot of questions about like how I do it. And like, fun fact, I have a fitness Instagram. Um, actually, I'm not going to share the handle because I don't want people creeping on me. But um, if you meet me in person, like 40 year old men. Yes. Being um, like, wow, you're so beautiful. Yes. So Will you send me, me pictures of your feet? Ask me in person what my fitness Instagram is. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, now you're just inviting all of them to drive from like yeah. Canada or wherever they live. They don't know where I like, live. Come find me. <laughs> Bet. Um, but Tallahassee. Yeah. Tallahassee. Know that if you start like going on a fitness journey, like not everyone's going to be super supportive of you because not that they're jealous, but just like no one really gets it. Um, so I've had a lot of people like tell me to like eat more. And then I've had a lot of people like tell me like make fun of me for eating salads a lot and just like I don't know people want to see the result but like they don't want to see you like get to it I guess right they want it to be effortless yeah exactly so like I don't know it's really difficult because people are like like they're like oh like how do you do it how do you do it and I'm just like I just do it you know and they're like I eat salad and exercise and they're like ah I don't want to do that never mind they just get like frustrated by it and it's really difficult because it's like you want people to be supportive of you but like on the other hand like it's just I don't know but I did make my fitness Instagram kind of like show people like how I do it because one of my roommates was like if you just made a blog that talked about how you eat I would find that to be like so helpful and I was like oh like really but um, see the problem that I have with that it's I, I think that is true to a certain extent because a lot of people have come up and talked to us and said that they really like the podcast and I, I think it's like the information is easier to digest when it comes from people that they know yeah so I, I think that's why people like vitality I say this as if it's a lot of people, but all of the information, like pretty much everything I said in the last episode, I was referencing something else that I had seen on the internet and everything that you do, you've gotten from the internet. Oh yeah. And you could just, to your roommate, you could just be like, look at this blog that I found. Or you could show them nerd fitness because I think nerd fitness is great. The information is already there. Yeah. And there's a quote from Derek Sivers that I love if it were a matter of information, we'd all be billionaires with six packs. Yeah. Look, it's just information really? is not your problem. Yeah. You were just whatever approach you were doing, you were doing something that is. I'm gonna. It's like it could be that the approach is wrong, but I think what is more often the case is people think it has to be all or nothing, or they do something that is not sustainable, and then they give up. Yeah. That is ninety nine percent of people. That's problems. why I'm not really like on like a diet or anything. That's why I don't think keto. <laughs> Do yourself a favor, and if you're on keto, get off keto right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just, I don't, like, I don't limit myself. Like, I do have, like, one or two, like, meals a week that are just, like, I just, like, go get ice cream or, like, whatever. And, like, I'm not going to be, like, um, I need a salad at all times. I just don't eat that. You know, like, if I'm out with friends and stuff, like, I'll eat, like, whatever. But, like, if I'm just, like, having, like, my day-to-day, like, that's not the time to, like, treat myself. And, like, I also, like, I tell a lot of people this, too. Um... So eating healthier, people think that it's more expensive. Uh, it's really not. It takes more time. So people think it, actually, I'm not, even, it doesn't take more time. It takes five minutes to saute some veggies. Um, and I invest, so I don't go out to eat very much. I go out to eat once a week, maybe twice if I'm feeling crazy with my friends. And I don't go out to eat alone. Don't stop going out to eat yeah, alone. Yeah, that's a good tip. Um, only go out with your friends or if you're going on a date, go on a date with someone else and plan to like have your like cheat meal then. I hate using the word cheat meal, but like whatever. Um, and then, so you're not spending money on that. So then I have more money like budgeted left over to like invest in myself. And like, 
I really like ginger shots. It's so extra of me, but like, they're basically like, it's cold pressed ginger and like it does, Google it. Um, it like does Never so much one. good. Yeah, it just does a lot of good for your body. Um, if you're trying to get a flat stomach, ginger shots. Um, but we can go into my flat stomach t- tips in a bit. Um, but you're good, you're skinny. No, no, I just, I have a lot of flat stomach tips. Okay, let's just do it right now while I'm on the subject. Um, so basically like anti-inflammatory foods are really good for getting a flat stomach and for getting like skinnier in general. Um, a lot of people think that antioxidants are really good, but I think anti-inflammatory foods are better because they're better like, like if your body's like freaking out about all the food you just had, um, it kind of like calms it down. So um, I know Steve said it's like dumb, but every morning I like to start my day with a ginger shot, lemon water, and cucumber because it like kind of almost like deflates your body to some extent. Like um, it takes all the bad stuff out of your body. And I've heard, I want to try like activated charcoal because apparently like it takes all the toxins and gives it something to like latch to and then it like gets it out of your body. Um, so I want to try that, but ginger for sure, cayenne pepper, because it kickstarts your metabolism and it like, I don't know. Yeah, but, um, so water, lemon, cayenne pepper, and ginger are good ways if you really want a flat stomach. Those are my tips. Um, all right. I'm just going to repeat my, because I, again, not a nutrition guy. Yeah. Just skip breakfast. Don't change anything else about your life. Because if you skip breakfast and then eat way more because you're like, oh, fasting, I'm doing that now, then, like, it's just you're going to stay the same. Yeah. But if you skip breakfast and don't do anything else like that, because fasting has a lot of benefits besides not just that you're, like, restricting calories. Because I would even say you can eat more and if you're still running a caloric deficit um, you can still lose weight but just your body when you fast I think what it does is it like kills cells that are less productive um, just because it's like oh I have less resources now I need to like only keep the strong cells and I read that in the book Anti-Fragile by Nassim Nicholas Taleb again I don't know a lot of the science behind this but that my understanding and also i heard on the tim Ferriss show when he was talking to kevin rose how kevin rose was saying he didn't change anything except he fasted and then all of his like blood work cholesterol everything was way better and the doctor was really and he was like fasting a lot more than just skipping breakfast to be fair but you know all of like you know standard measures of health besides just weight was really good on um and the doctor was like, you're going to live to 90. So my point in all of this, I think fasting's great. Uh, if you think it's too hard, you're wrong. You can get used to it. Not saying that you have to, obviously. I don't think I have influenced you to change your behavior, I was Laura. about to say, like, I'm, I'm never going to try fasting. But, you know, more power to you if you can do it. But I just don't have, like, that relationship with food where I can just, like, go without it for a day. Right. And, again, I'll say I think it would not be that bad if you did it for a week. But it's... Uh, that is the last time I will say that. And I'm not saying it's a bad tip. I know I've heard it before from like other people that it's good, but I just right. personally cannot do it. Well, my point is, I like I. You can't. Everybody, do it. Yeah, I think I know. you I can know. get used to it. It's just like it's more of a mental hurdle than a exactly. physical hurdle. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but okay. I just, I'm not I, at that point yet. I will get off of my high horse of you can do it now. Um, I was just gonna say that a lot of foods. Going back to you can Google all this information. 
But um, I think as a society, we do have a very warped conception of what's healthy and what's not, or just food in general. Like our relationship with food overall is really bad. Um, so a lot of foods like, for example, flavored Greek yogurt or oatmeal get marketed as healthy or guilt-free when they're not healthy. The term guilt-free is kind of problematic because yeah. there shouldn't be guilt or emotions associated with eating food. But um, their websites like, I believe it's called eatthisnotthat.com or just Googling it in general. If you if you take a processed item, a lot of times if you Google that item, like if it's like a packaged thing of oatmeal or whatever, and they rate, um, if you need to have flavored oatmeals, I mean, I do, like I'm not shaming anyone who like likes to have their apple cinnamon oatmeal. It's good. Um, yeah, so if you Google it, um, they will like rate like which are the best products you should be eating. Um, and they can like eat this, eat this, not that rates it based on like an A, A minus B plus system. Um, which I think is like really helpful to like kind of understand just like it takes this like, um, kind of very complicated, like nutritional thing. It gives it like a more like, uh, a way to like understand it that using like the school system, like A, B, C. Um, but yeah, I think overall, one thing that's like really made a big difference for me is just eating less processed foods. Um, make your own food for sure. If you are not into cooking, I would recommend it. Like, honestly, like I'm not into that cooking. Like I eat like a lot of like prepackaged salads and they're really good. And I just know that whole foods, like my, I, apparently Steve doesn't experience this, but my body reacts really well to just eating whole foods. One, if all of this stuff is intimidating to you, because it is to me hearing you yeah. talk, I just have not, like, anti-inflammatory food, never heard of it before. Um, there was an article on Nerd Fitness recently about acai berries. Oh, my God. Steve. <laughs> okay, before I say what the article was about, I want to hear what you have to say. I love acai bowls so much. They're my favorite food. This is the most basic white girl thing you'll hear me say. But Coming from the most basic white girl you ever meet. Acai berries are, um, I think they're from like, they're definitely from South America. I don't know which country, but uh, basically yeah, like, so. um, they can't be like transported here. Like how you would like transport like an old watermelon or something because like they are very perishable. So like they freeze it. Um, or you can, you can get it like in a powder form, but you can't get the berry. Um, so like what I do for if you're wanting to get like acai bowls at home because like I know a lot of white girls really like these um, So basically like if you go to Central Market Trader Joe's Whole Foods wherever you're at um, Go to the mixed berries frozen section and there should be a Sam Basin acai packets and pack of four um, And it's like five dollars you get that get a frozen banana a splash of almond milk and some mixed berries Put it on a blender and you've got like a full-on like healthy meal. Don't put any toppings on it because that's when it's going to get unhealthy. Um, you've got a full on meal, very filling for like 250 calories. It's so good. And it's going to make you like, it's going to make your organs shine. <laughs> All right. Do you want to hear what the article is about now? Yes. <laughs> it was just like the whole superfood thing is overblown. Well, <laughs> and that's, I mean, I'm I sure love it. It's what so you're good. eating is, I think probably is healthy. It's just like, there's a lot of marketing hype surrounding it. Oh, yes. That's why I was saying, like, marketing is very closely, like, tied to, like, what is healthy. Because a lot of stuff gets marketed as healthy, and it's really not. Right. What I'm trying to remember, because it was having, like, it was busting myths about uh, acai berries and yeah. things like that. One of them, the thing about them being high in antioxidants really? is true, okay, I good. think. 
but I think antioxidants are less important than we think. Because I'm like, oh, blueberries, acai, like, yeah. antioxidants, gotta have them, gotta break down those free radicals. And if you don't know what that is, I don't really either. It's probably not that important. But I, I think all of the hype about antioxidants, probably not as big a deal as we think. Um, they do have fiber, so they aid digestion, but it's, there's like, acai berries don't help your digestion anything more than like something that had an equivalent amount of fiber would be just as good for digestion. So acai berries, like not a big help there. They're also not going to help you lose weight necessarily. Like eating fewer calories than you burn is what's going to help you lose weight. Yeah. That's why apps like Life Summer are really useful. Right. So I just... I mean, uninformed opinion. I, don't, I didn't even read the whole article because I was just like, I don't care about this in the first place. But I uh, don't believe the hype, basically, about acai berries. But they probably are decent to good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to say fast again if you don't want to do all the things that Laura said because mm. I know that I don't. And I fasting is great. It does make it a little bit harder to gain weight. But it's just difficult for me to gain weight in the first place because I'm a young guy. So. Yeah. That's it's fine for me. The main thing is just it simplifies my life enormously, like not having to make breakfast anymore. Uh, so I like that a lot. It also like when that's see, I think breakfast food is overrated anyway. I mean, I think all food is overrated. Uh, but freshman year when I started doing intermittent fasting, I had an eight a.m. and then it, I got to sleep in for like an extra fifteen, 15 to thirty minutes, minutes yeah. or so, which. I was a big deal for me at the time, and I, I wouldn't care as much now, but that helped a lot. I just got up, like, got ready, and then went to class, which I really liked. Whenever I'm on a weird schedule, the fasting of, like, because now my body just gets hungry less frequently because it's used to going long periods of time without food. Like, that schedule weirdness it's like not a big deal because I just am fine. We do have a very weird schedule with band. We'll, we'll go like eight hours without eating. Right. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Oh, that's part of the reason why I love fasting so much is because it just makes that way easier to deal with. I just don't get hangry anymore. Yeah. Partially because I just don't get hungry very much. I get really hangry. I don't know. I also get really like hangry if I haven't had coffee in the morning. But, um, I don't know. A lot of people will say that, like, coffee's really bad for you. But, like, I don't have, I don't know, a problem with coffee. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. I've had three cups today. But I normally just have two. But, um, I don't know. It's, like, my one, like, treat of the day. I don't really, a lot of, like, once again, like, half and half and stuff is, like, it's marketed as being really healthy. It's not. Check your nutrition labels and Google the product. I feel like if something is marketed as healthy, it's probably not. Yes. Because, like... The things that everybody knows are healthy, like vegetables, don't need to be marketed that way because yeah. everyone just accepts it. As That's true. a good way of thinking about it. Yeah, because I think people like want like to be healthy and they want it like prepackaged in like a little like easy container that like they get like validation from from like knowing it's like healthy. Versus like if you're making your own food, like you're not gonna get that. I don't know. Like I think Pinterest is also a really good resource. Uh, I know like men like don't really like using Pinterest, but. I know for me, like, I really like baking, and you can find, like, a lot of, like, substitutions for things. Like, if you want to make, like, healthy muffins, um, you can use Pinterest for that. Also, like, be wary of using Pinterest, though, because a lot of stuff, once again, like, they say, healthy muffins, and it's still filled with, like, a ton of sugar, and you're just like, what? You know? So, just be mindful of what you're eating, because a lot of times it, like, won't be that good. 
Okay. Anyway, I will talk about my workout philosophy now. I mean, have you said everything that you want to about mm-hmm. working out? Okay. That's interesting. Okay. So what I do for working out is a very simple system. Just Google strong lifts five by five. That is basically what I use. That's what I started with. How it works is five by five stands for five sets of five reps. And there's two day A and day B on day A. You do, so everything is with barbell, what I'm about to say. Squat, bench, and bent over row, then day B, squat, overhead press, deadlift, and then you just repeat back and forth forever. That has worked very well for me. There's an app on both iPhone and Android that can track all of this for you, and it basically does all the work except for lifting the weight. I have found this to be very useful because it's it takes all of the guessing out for me. Uh, you know, you can write notes too on how you're feeling that day, or if you decide to deviate from the routine or do anything extra, you can write that in there. This to me is like the answer to, I don't want to work out because it's, you have no excuse now other than just like it hurts or it feels yeah. bad or I just, I don't want to. Maybe that's why I like workout classes because I don't have to think about the workout. Right. I just go in and someone tells me what to do. Right. Fair enough. So yeah, we are similar yeah. in that aspect. I mean, I think that most people right. feel that That's way. That's why I don't know what I'm doing at the gym if I'm alone. Like I right. won't work out as hard. Right. And it did take me a while to get good at the lifts, those five that I just said. Um, I think that's what stops a lot of people from beginning to lift weights because you can hurt yourself if you do things wrong. Yeah. Uh, I mean, fortunately, the guy who created Strong Lifts has like the definitive guide on the internet, at least for beginners on each of the five lifts. And he has videos of him doing the workout saying like, see, this entire thing can be done in 30 minutes. Like you can get a good full body workout Mm -hmm. in 30 to 45 minutes. And it's just, it's so easy. It's so quick. It requires no thinking. So this to me is like, I will lift weights in a system similar to this till the day I die probably. And I've modified it a little bit where now I, instead of doing five by five, I lower the number of reps so that I can get higher weight because I'm trying to maximize strength. But my workout system has very barely changed in the three or so years that I've been working out. And it works really well for me. I mean, I think both men and women should lift weights because a lot of a common complaint or a fear of women is like, oh, I'll get bulky if I lift weights. Let me tell you, as someone who's been lifting for a long time and like really struggled to put on weight and get bulky, if you're a woman, you're not going to get bulky because women have about, you know, on average, one-tenth the amount of testosterone that men do, and that is what's really going to help you build muscle. Women just get toned. Like if you're taking yeah. steroids or like testosterone externally, like then you might get bulky, but I, no, 99% like, of women do not do no, that. No, 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 no. You just get really toned and then you feel so good about yourself because then you notice like a lot of people are really skinny, but they're not toned. And so like whenever you're like skinny and toned, it's like kind of satisfying. Right. But, um, yeah, for me, I use, um, if you're looking, if you're like a woman looking for like things to do, you can download the Kayla Itzines app. Um, a lot of people use it. It's pretty popular and she gives you a workout routine. I did it a lot while I was abroad, um, but it was just harder for me because I was alone but um, hers is like a really good resource if you're looking for things to do. I prefer to just go like complacency and be like, do strong lifts forever, don't eat breakfast. That's like the main two things that I do. 
And that's yeah. it. I also, I sleep a lot. I take that uh, very seriously. Maybe we could do a mini episode oh, about yeah. sleep Oh, yeah. If you want to lose weight, go to sleep. Oh, yeah. I've heard that from, like, many sources. Yeah, drink a lot of water, eat your vegetables, go to sleep. Life will be good, just in general. Yeah. But, yeah, so I, lifting weights, more to it and just, I want to get into, like, philosophy now of, nutrition and fitness because I think that is what will help people most because again the problem is not a lack of information true it's just if you have been trying to work out and have given up you did something that was too difficult so do something easier and I do something even if it's literally if it's just walk into the gym and then go home immediately at least you walked there and at least you now are a little bit more comfortable with the idea of going to the gym. Walking is a really good workout. That is true. That's, I, I walk a lot. Um, My dad power walks. Yeah. Right. That's, and it, people think that walking doesn't count because it's like not difficult or painful. No, my dad burns like 250 calories every time he works. He I just, fuck calories. Just be moving. Like, okay, uh, yeah. a lot. No, I'm not like not trying to dismantle what you just said, but it's just, my thing is just trying to like, I need to think about what I'm doing as little as possible. Yeah. Like, walk to class, don't take the bus. Try to, like, maximize all of your movements throughout your day in smaller ways than you might be expecting. Like, that's why I just walk everywhere, like, or I'll ride my bike, but I'm not going to, like, go somewhere in a car. Because that's that's an extra workout I could be getting, like, a nice leg workout from, my, from riding my bike. Or just walking. Walking is a really good leg workout, too. Um, but, yeah. Right. And the other thing I'll say is, the pain, the like the mental pain that you feel of like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym, that doesn't last very long if you make it a habit. Like if you yeah. only go like once a month, you're gonna feel that pain every time forever yeah. and it's gonna suck. But I kinda what, like the pain. <laughs> I'm talking do you like the pain of not wanting to go to the gym? Oh no, I was talking about soreness. No, 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 that's yeah. not what I'm saying. No, yeah, that's different. I do enjoy that as well. Um it means you worked hard. Right. But, I mean, I don't even feel like that is necessary. Like, I, I don't think that's necessarily a good metric of whether or not you had a good workout. Yeah, no, I don't get yeah, sore very much sure, anymore. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I just, soreness does not have to be a thing. Like, your body gets used to working out and yeah. you stop getting sore. Adaptation. Right. Um, anyway, so if you can just work out consistently for long enough to make it a habit, then you're golden. And you just you don't need to listen to any more podcasts or read any more blogs about it. Just a workout that you can do consistently. And if you find yourself failing, you did something too hard, try something easier and like just lower how difficult that thing is until you actually do it. And if it's literally just, I'm going to step outside my apartment and then go right back up, make that your first goal and do that until it's a habit. And then eventually you'll be like, well, this is fucking boring. I want to do something more exciting. And you'll take a walk around the block. You'll be like, okay. Well, I want to just try going to the gym and then you'll do one exercise. It just, it needs to be easy or you're going to give up always. Uh, there's a good quote from James Clear, like something you always fall to like your systems or whatever. It's like, you're always, you're never better than your. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. We can put the quote in the show notes, but the point is, you can't expect willpower to win. Like your systems are always what you're going to fall to when times get bad. And you can't expect to be as good as you are all the time when you're on top of your game or when you're feeling motivated or anything like that. Um, 
we had a listener ask me a question. Uh, that's is there a way that people who don't know us personally can ask us questions? Is there any method of contacting us? Um, not that not yet. Not <laughs> okay, yet. that's fine. I don't think anyone who doesn't know us personally listens to this podcast. That's so true. That is fine. Anyway, someone came up to me after listening to the first episode and asked about uh, a beginning workout like circuit that I would recommend. And I told her about strong lifts. So basically what I have already said in this episode, but I also said, cause she said like 15 to 20 minutes and strong lifts takes 30 to 40 usually. Oh, I have one. Sorry. Which is anyway, so that 30 to 40 minutes is still not a lot. And you're only going three times a week. That's another thing. Don't work out more than three times a week, like intensely. And then just like walk on the other days or stretch. But my recommendation, if you only want to go 15 or 20 minutes, is like squatting is the best workout, period. It works pretty much your entire body. So if you only want to work out for like 15 minutes a couple times a week, just go do barbell squat, increase by five pounds every time you go. You will get a lot healthier from that. What I was going to say is, especially, um, I feel like this is like definitely more to female audience, but Blogilates on YouTube, Blogilates has helped a lot and you only have to like do like a five minute video that's why she was asking like 15 minute video i was like i got one so like all these resources are available on the internet for free so just definitely consider that core power yoga has free yoga on demand on the internet but i just haven't done it yet because once again i like workout classes but if you're looking for resources google it right and also if you don't want to go to the gym like if you can't afford a gym membership i just google like no BS workout or yeah, like workout with no equipment, workout. like, or just go on walks. Like if you just made a point of walking yeah. every day, you'd get a lot healthier. Yeah. Um, Stairs. And, yeah. Like you can make your world a gym. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah a lot of good body weight stuff. And if you like, if you can get a pull up bar, then I, you're golden. Just do push ups, squats, pull ups and planks. Like that's see, but that's as a girl, I wouldn't be able to do pull-ups or push-ups. So if you're a girl, try out Blogilates. I would like to end with just saying this again: if you've been failing with your nutrition or fitness girls goals, you got to make it easier. Just yeah, make you it. How don't you have an excuse. Learn to love it. Right. It's just the information is there. It's just an issue of you need willpower for a little bit until it becomes a habit. Just make whatever it is easier i think that is what i could say to have the most impact on our audience today's episode of vitality is sponsored by that uncle that you see once a year he's kind of creepy he doesn't have the best social skills and it's really awkward because you don't see him that frequently and you don't know what to talk with him about and he's just kind of sitting at the other other end of the table at thanksgiving but he's there and he gave us money to do this episode so thank you everyone's uncle that they see once a year sponsoring this episode. Also, please stop following me around when I walk to class. While we're in the ad break, here's a public service announcement from Steve. If you know me personally and are listening to this podcast, don't come up to me and ask me to work out with me because my answer is going to be no. I've told you what you need to do and I will lift with you after you have been working out consistently, but I don't need a lot of people coming up to me asking to work out. So now you know my answer. Public service announcement over.